0: This is 5 on 5. The truth hurts goes the classic saying, and it's one that holds true today as well. But today, I want to bring that phrase into question and consider how the sting of the truth can be for our benefit. Hello everyone, my name is Matt, and welcome back to the 5 on 5, where you spend 5 minutes, 5 days a week, talking about everything that matters to college men. Giving feedback is hard. Giving honest feedback, even harder. Sometimes what you should say is obvious, but whether you should say it becomes the question. Words have power. And feedback can have a lot of power. When people ask for feedback, they're opening themselves up and becoming pretty vulnerable. And so when we're in positions of giving feedback, we ought to be cautious on what we say. Because sometimes we know our words can hurt or offend the other person. And yet the temptation to lie or stay silent can be even worse. I think this is a common scenario that we run into a lot. One example is when a friend asks if their clothes make them look bad. You can tell a simple white lie to preserve their self-esteem or you can tell the truth and possibly offend them. But even in these cases, I think it's better to tell your friend the truth and help them choose clothes that look better, rather than tell a lie and have someone else confront them with the truth later on. Or take times when your roommate has a pet peeve that drives you crazy. On the one hand, you could bring it up, but this could get into a pretty heated argument where no one ends up the winner. Or perhaps you could silently endure it, potentially brooding and eventually this cold war erupts between the two of you. Not to say that these are the only two outcomes, but they're experiences that I've had and I'm sure many others have had as well. Despite how challenging it is, The Bible upholds the value of giving honest feedback to one another. Paul writes about this in Ephesians 4 when he says, Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. He exhorts the Ephesians to not lie to one another, but instead to speak the truth to everyone. And why is that? It's because they are members one of another. Because they are united in Christ and are a community that thrives and falls together. It's like if you were part of a group project and someone did a bad portion on their part. Would you keep silent or tell them they did a good job just to make them feel better? No, you guys are part of the same group. If you try to soften the blow, you ultimately end up hurting not only the other person, but all of you are going to take an L on your project as well. Paul exhorts us to speak honestly with one another, even if it's hard, because we are part of the same group, the same community. And so if we hold back and don't speak the truth, ultimately we're not preserving ourselves. We're not saving the other person. We're hurting them and we're hurting ourselves and the whole community as well. But don't get me wrong. It can be hard to give honest feedback. It's awkward, uncomfortable, confrontational, and one may never really know what direction it may go. But it's something we're called to do for one another that ultimately we may grow up into maturity. Can you imagine a child who never received honest feedback from his parents? That they would choose to keep silent or soften the truth every time? By the time he gets to college, he's going to have a hard time getting along with others. And in a lot of ways, may still be pretty immature. And so it's crucial that we learn to step out of our comfort zones and practice giving that honest feedback to each other, as this is a concrete way that we can grow in showing love to one another. But Paul actually challenges the Ephesians to go one step further than just speaking the truth. He exhorts them to speak the truth in love. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into Him who is the head, into Christ, says Paul. So what is speaking the truth in love? Well, I think as a starter, I can share what speaking the truth in love doesn't look like. Remember that friend who asked you how they looked in their new clothes? If you just said, disgusting, that would not be speaking the truth in love, no matter how true it may be. Rather, speaking the truth in love has to do with connecting with the other person and telling the truth in such a way as to help them out. For example, you could say something like, hey, I don't think that sweater looks that good on you. Perhaps something in navy would look better. Notice how in both comments, you're saying that the clothing looks bad on them, but there's a desire to help the other person. In this case, it took the form of constructive criticism, but it doesn't always have to be like that. The main goal in speaking the truth in love is to give honest feedback, but also to connect with the other person and to help them. This is the goal of speaking the truth in love, for us to connect and grow. And I think this is something that we can often overlook. It's already hard to speak the truth, but then to give careful thought on how the other person is going to receive it is even harder. It takes time and consideration of who the other person is and how to address them in such a way that it helps them without hurting their feelings. For this is the whole point of speaking the truth in love, to help build the other person up. But as Paul said, we are to grow up in every way into Christ. And speaking the truth in love is a crucial way for us to get there, both for the recipient who receives the feedback and truth that helps him or her grow, but also for the one giving the feedback, who can learn how to be more loving and to care for other people. And all in all, through speaking the truth in love, we grow closer to one another and strengthen our bonds. And this is the beauty of learning to speak the truth in love. Although the truth may still hurt, we can soften it with love and still grow closer to one another nonetheless.